Welcome to the St. Michael Easter podcast series. My name is Mary Lessman, and I'll be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Easter is Big Love. God's holy work is fulfilled in the resurrection of Christ, the defeat of death itself. We have received the gift of new life, and we can use that gift to spread God's big love to those near and far. Joining Christians everywhere during this Easter season, we proclaim with joy, Alleluia, the Lord is risen indeed. Come, let us adore him. Alleluia. A reading from the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verses 1 to 11. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine grower. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. You've already been cleansed by the word that I've spoken to you. Abide in me as I abide in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit, because apart from me you can do nothing. Whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. Such branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in His love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Here ends the reading. In this allegorical passage, God is the vine grower, Jesus is the vine, and we, His followers, are the branches. There is much talk about fruit. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. There's some good teaching to be gleaned from this image. People don't put in vineyards merely for show. There is an expectation that what has been created and nurtured will bear fruit. So my relationship with Jesus is not just about me and Jesus. It is about showing the fruit of that relationship through my presence in the world and among His people. There is a responsibility that comes from relationship with Jesus that compels me to care about and get involved with the broken and fallen parts of creation, injustice, poverty, pain, and loneliness. Further, the whole image of pruning the vine is rich with meaning. We, as a rule, are not too fond of being pruned. Before we downsized, Russ and I had some lovely mature trees around our home. We had an arborist come on a regular basis to prune our trees. Sometimes it was hard to watch them remove a limb. We feared that we might be diminishing the tree. We had a neighbor with similar trees that saw it this way. She could not bring herself to trim her trees. And so they grew full and untrained. But as you know, we get a heavy ice storm in these parts every other year or so. My former neighbor lost several trees in these icy conditions. The trees in their unrestrained fullness 
are unable to withstand the weight and the onslaught of the ice. They split right down the middle of the trunk and must be cut down and used for firewood. We never lost a single tree, and we were always grateful after one of these ice storms that we were willing to have some limbs pruned to help keep the trees healthy and strong. Likewise, we must allow ourselves to be pruned so that those parts of us that are unproductive or inconsistent with who we are called to be will not impede our growth in Christ such that we are unable to fulfill our purposes. Yet underlying this whole image of fruit and branches and pruning is Jesus' emphasis on abiding. Abide appears ten times in our passage. Abide's a beautiful word, don't you think? For me, it conjures the image of peacefully resting in Christ. Our lives can be hectic and scattered, subject to fear and pain. Doesn't it sound wonderful to abide in Christ? To hand over the stress and pain and weariness we can feel in this life. In the Hebrew scriptures, abide connotes remaining or staying in place. But it can also mean being in a certain sphere or quality of life. It is used to speak of the character of God. God is the abiding one, distinct from our ever-changing world. God's word and God's love are steadfast and eternal. They abide. This is big love. I love Eugene Peterson's contemporary translation of this passage in the message. Live in me. Make your home in me just as I do in you. When you're joined with me and I with you, the relation intimate and organic, the harvest is sure to be abundant. If you make yourselves at home with me and my words are at home in you, you can be sure that whatever you ask will be listened to and acted upon. In the beginning of the Gospel of John, we are told that God becomes human. God comes to pitch a tent among us, to live intimately with us. Here, we are told that Jesus invites us to return the favor. He invites us to pitch our tents in His life, His presence, such that there will be no space between us, such that in this close, intimate living situation, there will be no space between His will for us and our will for us. When we abide in Christ, we grow more into His shape and live more in His love, such that fruitfulness is the gracious result that glorifies God. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, who through your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, overcame death and opened to us the gate of everlasting life, grant that we, who celebrate with joy the day of the Lord's resurrection, may be raised from the death of sin by your life-giving Spirit, 
through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Thank you.